0: 20 questions or 20 minutes, whichever comes first, as long as it's you. This is You Go First. I'm your host, Blair Payton. We have 20 questions, normally in a vase. My guest will draw the first question, and we'll go back and forth, covering as much ground in 20 minutes. The timer begins after the first question is read. My guest today is an actor, a comedian, an improviser, and he also dabbles in the TikTokery. Please make welcome my guest, Mikey Greenblatt.
1: Hey, how's it going,
0: Blair? You could do it with a little more energy, a little more excitement. Let's try it again. Okay. Make welcome Mikey Greenblatt.
1: Oh my God. Uh, So happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: That was much better because the first time you you started talking, it sounded like you were less enthused. So I want to see some acting on your part.
1: Well, you know, acting is reacting and I was just reacting to what you're giving me.
0: Mm, I don't love that. So, Mikey, (laughs) how are you? Uh, Your backdrop is lovely. By the way, if you couldn't deduct by the audio quality, we are on Zoom. And your backdrop is a lovely picture of San Francisco.
1: Yeah, the greatest city, the Golden Gate Bridge, and uh, one of the Zoom preloads that we have so i
0: mean so you're not broadcasting from san francisco so you're leading the show with disappointment is is what i'm gathering right
1: i just i i want to be real with the people i don't want to like you know there's so much trickery you talk about tiktokery it's a lot of the the best 10 seconds ever i'm not actually in san
0: i am in a basement (laughs) it's just getting sadder (laughs) no no it's at my parents house oh okay better better you fixed it you fixed it great Well, let's talk about TikTok. So your handle is at jewishcontent.
1: Yeah, I've I've gotten to like, I think, Z-list celebrity status, where people come out to me and they're like, I know you from something, and I don't know what. And uh, there's no compliments to be given or any insights after that. They'll just say, you're from something. So it's really incredible. I'm so happy that I, I that we live in this world where I've hit that celebrity status, and uh, I'm so excited to, to continue to
0: have these interactions. I mean, that's just got to be a huge, like, it's, it's got to be a big feeling to know that you're kind of recognized.
1: It's a big ego booster. I, I definitely go to spaces. I do very niche Jewish content. I, I'll just go to synagogues and kind of just walk around until someone says, oh, aren't you from something? Um, and then I'll feel pretty
0: validated for a little bit. Well, have you gotten recognized specifically like they see you and they're like, oh, you're from TikTok. Have you at least gotten that?
1: I have. Yeah, It. it's again, it's in very specific spaces that I get that, you know, uh, my stuff is very specific to like my life and the life of, you know, people like me, which is Orthodox Judaism. Mm-hmm. But it's also more relatable, like relationship stuff, but just how it relates to an Orthodox Jew or different things that are. uh Seem only relatable to one type of person but they're very broad topics Uh, so it's been cool to do that
0: now on that topic you're writing a sitcom you're actually doing uh, a gofundme for a sitcom pilot you're working on
1: yeah that is correct i'm i'm currently it's been casted
0: uh actually which is very exciting we're doing like another round of fundraising are you shooting the whole thing or not the whole thing the whole pilot and then trying to sell it is that what your hope is
1: Yeah, I know that it's going to do well because it hasn't been done before. So I think even if it's the most poorly written thing, which it isn't, it recently uh, was a quarterfinalist in the Screenplay Labs screenplay competition, which is like, you know, all over the country, all over the world. It's an international screenplay competition. And I wrote about my world as an Orthodox Jew. So it's very exciting and it actually lended a lot of credibility to the project. But I know it's going to be viewed. I know there's an interest already. There's already a fan base for it. So it's just a matter of making it at this point. And I'm confident everything else will come with it. And we'll see what happens.
0: Can you talk about what the show is about? Or are you trying to keep that under wraps?
1: No, no, definitely. I could talk about it. It is uh, the first ever modern Orthodox Yeshiva League high school drama, which I know sounds incredible. I know ears are already perking up. Wait, you're doing a drama? Uh, sorry, comedy. Did I say drama? You did say drama. Well, drama is just comedy, just the timing's different. Fair enough. Um, comedy, apologies. We can fix that in post,
0: right? Yeah, totally.
1: And it's just, it's like Freaks and Geeks or Saved by the Bell. It's a high school comedy. Mm-hmm. The difference, I suppose, is, is that we're wearing, we're wearing kipot, we're wearing yarmulkes, traditional uh, Orthodox Jewish head coverings. And, you know, some of the subject matter will relate to keeping kosher, which is, you know, a Jewish dietary law. It'll be relating to keeping the Sabbath, which is, you know, God rested on the seventh day, Jews rest on the seventh day. So there is that subject matter. It'll it'll be educational. It'll be funny.
0: It'll be insightful. It'll be
1: relatable. And it'll be something you've never seen before.
0: Just... <laughs> Quick question. When, when, it, when it says keeping kosher, what, it, what does that mean? Because I always feel like I see that on products, but I don't think I know what it means.
1: Oh, that's a great question. Thank I'm you. And I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to start by saying what it doesn't mean, because I've heard this, no matter where I travel, I always hear that it people think that keeping kosher means a rabbi has to bless the food, mm-hmm. which is not true. I don't know where people hear that. If that was the case, I would be traveling with a rabbi at all times, and he'd just be, you know, blessing McDonald's or RBS or any of that good stuff. Kosher is just a, it's a set of dietary laws that uh, are interpreted from the old Testament. And now there's a whole system and there's a whole sort of Jewish court that decides what makes something kosher. And then there's a uh, different people that certify whether the food is kosher. So if you have like a pack of pretzels and you see an, a uh, a symbol, one symbol being like an OU on it mm-hmm. that means it's kosher because there's something called the Orthodox Union that decided that this food is kosher based off of biblical laws and oral laws just look for just look for bags with OU or Star K's on them
0: okay for the longest time i thought <laughs> i thought when it was kosher I don't know why I thought this. keep in mind i'm a I'm a very simple minded man. I thought it meant it was not salted. <laughs> okay.
1: I see where you're coming from. a lot of when uh, in the slaughtering process, the meat has to be heavily salted because we don't want any blood. Yeah. so when you heavily salt meat, it extracts blood from it, so that's probably. That was actually very brilliant. I'm surprised that you knew that, yeah. Oh my God, thank you so much. Simple-minded Blair, come on. Knowing the
0: complex dietary laws of slaughtering an animal. Look at you building me up. Oh my goodness. Come on. Now, as far as the uh, show goes, Mm -hmm. in an ideal world, what network would you see it on?
1: Netflix, Hulu, anyone that'll take it. I really, really (laughs) want it. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started out strong, didn't? Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, Spirit Airlines, In Flight Channel. Like any you know Okay. Uh, anyone that will that will take it. Disney Plus. I don't know how it would do on Disney Plus, but um
0: I think if you added a musical element to it, it might do well on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah. Oh my Consider god. That. I can't I can't compete with something written by Lynn.
0: Don't sell yourself short. I believe you have it in you. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Maybe I could make it maybe I can make it into a Broadway play somehow. I'm thinking big. I'm thinking merchandising.
0: And at the very least you can get it on Spirit Airlines website. So At
1: the very least I can get it on Spirit Airlines website. It will be of course be behind a paywall. They're very good at that.
0: Now, stand-up. You recently went well, not so much on a stand-up tour, but you went out west. Mm -hmm. Talk about that
1: Maybe I have a messianic uh, complex at this point Messianic complex is like where you think you're the messiah I've been Mm -hmm. growing my hair out for the part But I I just think it's very important now more than ever to educate people Mm -hmm. And I think comedy is the greatest path towards education Because people are are really listening to you They're listening to what you have to say They want to laugh, they want to listen And I found that comedy is a great way to do that When I do comedy, I talk a lot about Judaism because, you know, it's near and dear to me. It's a big part of my identity. And I educate I educate people on Judaism. So going outside of the confines of like New York, which, you know, thank God there's a lot of Jews in New York. But then you get to the I I was in I did a show in uh, Ogden, Utah, just the I mean, just the pure middle of nowhere. I doubled the Jewish population in Ogden, Utah. How did you
0: pick Ogden?
1: I have a friend that lives nearby, and I was looking up shows to do in Ogden, and I uh, got on a show in Ogden, Utah.
0: Okay. How were you
1: received? People truly loved it, truly came up after me. Maybe it's out of pity, but they were great actors. Who knows? And they, you know, I had one guy said to me, that was some of the best stand-up I've seen, and I can't wait to see you get big. He said, genuinely. That's awesome. It was awesome. And I was like, oh, my God. I just said things that like I didn't think anyone would understand. Um, I didn't think anyone would get or relate to, and it was just so. It, it really kind of set my path that this is something I want to do to like really educate people, and uh, yeah, it was it was incredible to do that. And uh, I did I did a few shows in Texas, and like it's it's again just just educating people and showing people like hey, I'm a Jewish person, but I'm also a a person person, right? And I think that's very important because a lot of these people have never met a Jew, let alone an Orthodox Jew. And so to be able to go out there to these places and educate them and make a good first impression, very important.
0: Speaking of performing and acting, I saw, what was the Instagram ad I saw (laughs) saw you in and I texted it (laughs) to you? This is the
1: Z-list celebrity, man. This
0: is it. That literally just popped into my head.
1: Yeah, I've been doing just maybe like five to ten videos a month for just freelancing companies. Was it protein powder? I don't know. I don't know. It could have been for So I've done I've done it for like investment things. I've done it for crypto, for shoes, for foods. You name it, I've looked into a camera and said that I've done it and it saved my life or something like that.
0: I gotta find it because I sent it to you because it was just, I was just going through my Instagram stories and it just popped up out of nowhere. And I thought it was, it was like just- a sponsored post? Well, I thought it was just you doing like a bit and then I sat there and watched it and then a link came up and I was like, oh, this is for real? Yeah. Like i really think it was bit really far right now i was like he is committed this is at least three or four stories in a row yeah i
1: built a whole company around this bit
0: what's the worst commercial well you don't have to say specifically what it was but what was the one where you're like okay this one's a little this one's a little weird um
1: it's just that a lot of them are the ones where like it's like i just bought this like new keto protein bar uh-huh. And it has changed my. Li- it has changed the course. Like the scripts of them are like it has fundamentally changed my life. Like it's brought my parents back together. It's <laughs> it's made my relationships better. I'm like, I'm like, come on, it's a protein bar. Uh, so I get a lot of scripts like that where I'm like, I I will have to edit the scripts myself because I'm like, no one no one speaks like this. A lot of them like seem like they're translated from another language. Like it, like it's just like I have enjoyed so much to be eating and a part of inside this protein bar and I'm like this isn't <laughs> this isn't in English.
0: Okay, so like last summer I did one and it was for like mental health. Mhm. And like when they when they sent me what I had to do, I was reading it and i was just like oh my god so i asked my roommate i was like can you please leave the apartment for like two hours because i had to do like b-roll of me looking out the window (laughs) being sad and i was like i i can't i can't and it was it was really tough
1: well that's how if you ever um if you ever want to check on your friend just check if he's like looking out the window for a while it's a great indicator if someone's having mental health issues they're looking out the window or, um, yeah, just watching the rain or uh, staring, just staring into the abyss for a while. That's, like, really obvious and not acting ways of...
0: Well, I had to get on a friend the other day because they said, oh, I-, I think I have seasonal depression. I was like, I don't think you do. I've never seen you once look out a window. <laughs> so.
1: The worst is when you have it and you, you're, you live in an apartment that has no windows.
0: I mean... <laughs> i'm surrounded by i have a window it just looks at a brick wall so i've really it's it's called unfinished it's called an unfinished view
1: in new york real estate
0: would you ever consider moving because you know performers ideally they they build up kind of a following in new york and then they go out west to la which i don't know if that's still technically how it works considering we're in a pandemic but would you ever do that I just, I think the the whole
1: paradigm of entertainment has shifted completely because of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it used to be, you had to be in New York or LA to, to do anything uh, entertainment related, but now so much of it is online. So much of it is bustling in other cities. I just think, you know, we always talk about the new normal. I think with these cities, mm-hmm. there's a new normal here in terms of performance that you could find elsewhere. I think We kind of have to let go of the old mindset of you have to be in a certain place to do anything. I think you could be anywhere to do anything, even entertainment, which is scary and annoying and frustrating. But I think the sooner entertainers come to that realization, there will be a lot more opening up to them. So that's what I'm hoping to take advantage of.
0: Spoken like a true messiah
1: yes sir yes sir it's in it's in my new new testament it's all about it's all you can buy it online uh it's 19.99 for the first part and then uh, you know there's
0: uh if you want it from a level two oh yeah like a pyramid a pyramid yeah, yeah 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 I love that link in bio all right yeah. so we're gonna take a quick break and coming up we're gonna go through 20 questions in 20 minutes so hang on and we will be right back back to You Go First. I'm Blair Payton, and I am joined today by the wonderfully talented Mikey Greenblatt. Hello, hello. All right, so right now we are going to answer 20 questions in 20 minutes. Now, since this is Zoom, we're going to do it a little differently. We don't have the vase. So, Mikey, you're going to pick uh, a number between 1 and 20, and I will read the corresponding question, and we'll answer it. We'll try to get through as many as we can in 20 minutes. How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good. I just had a little cup of coffee, big old nap. Okay. And I'm talking with a good friend, uh, Blair Payton. Oh my goodness.
0: All right. So Mikey Greenblatt, pick a number between one and 20 and we will begin. 18, baby. All right. Question 18. What happened the last time you bombed on stage? Timer begins now.
1: Uh, the last time I bombed on stage, oh, it was it was dead silent. And then uh, someone, I, I had decided to do some crowd work, and then that uh, backfired completely on me because I had, I had actually, I knew the person in the audience that I called on, and he didn't like me. And then he said, "I'm not, I'm not participating," which is the worst. He said, "I'm not participating."
0: Wait, why would you pick someone you knew didn't like you?
1: I, I, I was bombing, <laughs> and then I asked if there's any jews in the audience and it was one other person that was a jew
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i had already spoken to him about it and he he wasn't a fan of his heritage um and it just got very uncomfortable
0: what so what was the joke leading up to you being like all right it's time for crowd work um i i was like i was like why do some people say jewish and other
1: people say jews right like you can't be christian or muslim
0: and it was absolutely silent <laughs> Like, uh, hold on. why did they say oh like implying like you're a like a little bit jewish
1: yeah like i'm only jewish and i'm like you only get out on a technicality there that's not fair because you can't be like christian okay i will say i had to think about it for a second uh, uh, the audience did too for many seconds <laughs> uh and then they didn't respond in in turn
0: Oh, that's the worst, especially doing crowd work when they already hate you. You're like, now just let's talk.
1: Yeah. And then I decided, and I'm like, you, sir, are you Jewish? And he's like, you, he's like, we spoke right before, <laughs> like not playing along in, in any way. He's like, we literally spoke right before this. Like I told you, like, I didn't enjoy my upbringing. Like, and I had nothing. I'm like, oh, t- this guy didn't enjoy his upbringing. Am I right,
0: guys? I it feels so much like empathy for like people on stage when they are bombing. Cause I've done a couple of open mics and I am the person probably that you want to go with you to an open mic because I can forcibly laugh just to make. Be- so I'm also like an enabler, but I also don't want them to feel bad. So I'm like, ha, 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 Jewish. You're, you
1: know. you're the perfect person to have an, o- at an open mic. But I think if you'd, If you'd go to enough open mics, I don't know if... uh, You'll get jaded. Yeah, I think you might get a little jaded.
0: The only time I ever did, like, well, not only time, but one time I did stand-up, because a friend of mine, she was going to an open mic, she was like, go with me, and I was like, all right. So I went with her, and then she was like, you should do it too, and I was like, sure. And then they had an open bar, big mistake, I got kind of drunk, and then I befriended this one older woman, and I was like, "Uh, I'm gonna try stand-up. Could you just, like... Like, if I'm bombing, could I, like, look at you and you just laugh? And she's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, she lied. And <laughs> it was very... But I was I was dr- just drunk enough to where it wasn't phasing me, and I powered through. But the few times I did look at her, she was just kind of, like, arms crossed and, like, no, no, ma'am, this isn't it.
1: Oh, yes, that's that's painful. I hate liars. Well, you're not going to like open micers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, pick another number.
1: Well, now I'm thinking every time you laugh, I'm like, what's what's the real? No, I've I've heard your fake laugh. It's incredible.
0: Thank you. It's
1: truly. Um, <laughs> I I do think comedians should hire you to plan you in the audience because it's contagious and incredible. I I I'll do it. I think I truly think you can make a living from this.
0: Link in bio.
1: Yeah, link in bio for Blair's fake laughter. You have audio <laughs> audio records. Yeah, you have a reel of you fake laughing at terrible jokes
0: jewish muslim christian <laughs> am i right guys am i right <laughs> i think they'll catch on after a while when i'm the only one
1: just laughing, laughing like
0: shit. a hyena well you're gonna be the only one that gets it that's why oh so i'm the smart one okay yeah, that makes sense one. uh number 12 all right question 12 Oh, okay. So we're approaching. Uh, it's Valentine's Day, the season of love. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I just, I really want to know what, what's your favorite romantic comedy and why?
1: Uh, I, d- <laughs> I, love Adam Sandler in a ironical way, not not in a non-ironical way.
0: Okay. I,
1: you know how like some people on on air, everyone has like their airplane traditions. Like some people always get like a Bloody Mary. Some people always get a ginger ale. Mm-hmm. My My in-flight tradition is to watch Adam Sandler movies. Okay. Because they're always... Adam Sandler movie, he's... Adam Sandler has cornered, like, the in-flight entertainment market. You can almost always guarantee that there will be an Adam Sandler movie. Trust me. On on Delta, United, Spirit, doesn't matter. Adam's on there. And when I think about it, a lot of my breakups... By a lot, I mean two or three, because that's the amount of serious relationships I've been in. And by two or three... (laughs) I mean, one, a lot of my uh, breakups have come right before long flights where I had a lot of time to think. And who was there with me on those long flights? None other than Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore in Fifty First First Dates.
0: I don't love that movie only because when that movie came out, a bunch of us went to the theater to see it. And it was right around Valentine's Day. And it was I had a panic attack. Oh, and that's when I first learned that I might have depression. And so I just I always associate it with that negative uh, moment in my life. It's probably a fine movie, but I just yeah, it drums up bad memories. Oh wow,
1: yeah, that sounds very traumatic. Thank you. I think what you would need is exposure therapy, and you would have to watch Fifty First Dates probably fifty one times, and then I mean I could see a movie out of you watching Fifty First Dates. I think that could be a good sequel. Okay, Fifty First Dates and Blair's uh,
0: post traumatic stress disorder. Hey. There's got to be a market just just waiting, just jonesing to see that it's wide open. Uh, well, as far as romantic comedy for me, um, the only one that comes to mind right now, and I don't even think I love it, but it's the only one I can think of right now, is Made in Manhattan with Jennifer Lopez. hmm Yeah, you know, because she gets the guy and she gets to clean, and I love to clean. So,
1: <laughs> you just, like you really, you felt like you had a lot in common with
0: J Lo. Yeah. You know we both have extremely large, voluptuous asses. Mm-hmm. We're both entertainers. we love to uh-huh. clean, and we've we date guys, so wow, we're basically twins
1: yeah were you were you like kind of watching her broom work and her her dish work?
0: I was like, i was like this is this is my Jenny from the block, you know because you know there's something so satisfying about just like vacuuming and just getting up all those toenail clippings. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Pick another number. Four. Okay. Question four. Oh, here we go. This should be fun. What is your worst audition story? Um. Oh my
1: God. That's a good one. Okay. So I one time made it to the final round of a show that your friend was in, of worst cooks in America. I made it to the final round. I think of that same season. And um, I for, uh, found a round of casting, sorry. Right, 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 yeah. Out of the show itself. And they said, okay, for this last audition, we want you to sing a song from Fiddler on the Roof because I was Jewish.
0: They did not. I
1: absolutely, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. They're like, we, we need it as like a, a soundbite or like a video when we introduce, I, I maybe it was like a religious season or something that are like, when we introduce the Jewish character, we want to have someone that is singing Fiddler on the Roof. And it, it was such a, such a wild um, concept. It's like, yeah, we want, we want you to be uh, reading a chapter from Anne Frank to uh, intro the Jewish... It's just like things that, uh, you know, people vaguely... We want you to be eating a bagel and just smearing a bagel and locks all over. That's what I was hearing.
0: That makes me extremely uncomfortable.
1: And worse, on top of that, they're like, can you also do a Jewish dance with it? Like a traditional Jewish dance. Are you making this up? No, absolutely not. They wanted me to do Fiddler on the Roof, Uh, which, by the way, unfortunately, maybe it's a prerequisite for most Jews. I don't know this soundtrack by heart, unfortunately. So I'm sorry to let them down in that regard.
0: So wait a minute. Hold on. You're brought in for the final rounds. They're like, Mikey Greenblatt, we love what you're doing. If you could just sing Fiddler on the Roof while eating a bagel, you got the part.
1: They never made me eat a bagel. Uh, that, was, that was added in for emotional.
0: Well, you dodged a bullet.
1: Yeah, that was a bullet. Uh, it was Fiddler on the Roof. Yep, Fiddler on the Roof. And that's when I'm like, I, I was thinking down the line of things they would want me like, all right, everyone, it's time to make a cake. And Mikey, you'll be making a matzah. You know, just- Were you extremely offended by this? You know, here's the thing. It's just miseducation. It's just like, I get these questions and things all the time about, you know, different things related to Judy. You know, like people will be like, oh, do you know Adam Sandler? You know? They'll just think of things that they associate with you. G- it's
0: like, if I knew Adam Sandler, I would not be here doing you go first. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I would absolutely still be here
1: doing you go okay, first. Okay, sure. Um, amazing how many times we've mentioned Adam. Yep. I could call him Adam on a first name because, you know, I, of course, know him. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, you get a lot of interesting comments and, and whatnot. Wow. But I, that's, that's kind of where I put the foot down. I was like, I
0: can't. If you think you would have known the song, would you have gotten the part?
1: Hundred percent, absolutely. That is so I think, weird. Yeah. So so after that, I really hit the books and started to learn. If I was a, that's what they wanted to me to sing too. If I was a rich man, can we get this Jew over here to sing? If I was a rich man, I mean, uh, maybe control the weather a little bit. I'm like, what else do you want from me?
0: Would it have helped if they were like, can you sing the version by uh, Gwen Stefani?
1: That would have helped. That would have run the blow a little.
0: Okay. Absolutely.
1: Well. Because,
0: I mean, she really decked out that song. She did a great job with she it. She made it her she own. A rich girl. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Nina, who was on that season that you auditioned for, if she had to sing a song, like a Muslim song. I don't know what that would be.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I, yeah, I don't know the like Muslim musicals out there, but I wouldn't be surprised if they said, can you sing X, Y, or Z from that musical?
0: Hold on. So if I decide to audition, and then they like me, and they're like, sing something gay, which is like, that's not hard. <laughs> I would get it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they'd want you to sing, yeah, just, I guess, any musical. Like Lady Gaga? Or a musical? Okay, musical might be hard, but... Uh Uh-huh. You're not a show tunes kind of guy? I cannot think of... Wait. What's... What's... uh, The hills are alive! Okay, I could do it.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, Okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you on the, um... The, uh... It's a sexual orientation uh,
0: <laughs> season. The big gay season. All right, pick another <laughs> the big number. big gay season. <laughs> All right, uh, number one. Okay, number one. Honestly, this one kind of goes hand in hand with what you just told me, but what was the last time you felt utterly ridiculous? <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: that, uh, that, that definitely does it. The last time I felt utterly ridiculous. Oh, Okay. This was also for an acting gig. I remember I was working for an uh, acting agency, which uh, at entertainers out there is the number one way to get your foot in the door. Wait, what kind of agency? It was, it was a theatrical, it was an agency that represented different people in, in the theater. Okay. Live performance, Broadway actors, things like that.
0: Um, so, so was it one where you had to like sign up for classes and then... No, it was, it was an internship that was paid in experience gross yeah experience pays rent Mm
1: -hmm. and uh yeah so so they got a casting call and one of their actors had dropped from the from the call Mm -hmm. so I'm like oh my god this is my chance and they said like Mikey do you want to be the role of this this uh character that this person was supposed to be and I'm like oh my god like this is why you work at the agency I'm like 100% yes so they're like show up to this location at uh at eight o'clock at night I'm like all right bit of a late set night but I'm excited. I was thinking like Netflix show. What are we going to be? I get there. It's, it's maybe like an eight by eight foot, um, space. And they, they told me to wear a suit when I got there and I'm like super excited, like suit. Maybe I'm playing a businessman. There's no script. So I'm like, all right, they know I'm an improviser. Uh Then they give me a hippopotamus head and they say, kindly put this hippo head on. (laughs) For the next four hours, I was a hippo in a fake office space banging on computers while other hippos humped each other in the corner of this fake office space in a window right on, the ba- right on Bowery in, uh, in, in downtown Manhattan. And I did that for four hours. I didn't, anyone that came in and asked about the space, there was just one security guard there and he said, I don't know. I got paid five hundred dollars for this.
0: Okay, that's something. And what was this project?
1: According to the security guard, he didn't know. I didn't know either. it was it was it was a performance about capitalism, which means nothing. Okay. That's what it was entitled. Uh, that's all I learned from it. One of the hippopotami had to leave two hours in because he was groping another hippopotamus worker. Uh, who was pretending to smash keyboards. So he had a, he had a, he got booted. He didn't get the full rate there.
0: Wow. Yeah!
1: <laughs> Did you? Is, as I was typing on this computer, this is when I was like, I've made it. I've truly. Did you at
0: least get footage for your reel? When, the, when do I use <laughs> that footage, Blair? That's what you open with. Is this dramatic? Is it comedic? It's all in how you score it. How do I even prove it's me? <laughs> um. Okay. Fair enough. I that that is true. You well. I mean, you could put put like an arrow. Like <laughs> that <laughs> is me.
1: <laughs> that is me. And the hippopotamus being sexually assaulted behind me was not me. I could put an arrow that says not me. And then the the one doing great keyboard. We had to smash things. We were just smashing crap in the office. It was that's, good smash work. That's my so snap. weird.
0: Okay, pick another number.
1: Uh, seventeen.
0: Question seventeen: Fuck, Mary, kill, Larry, David, SpongeBob, SquarePants, or the last person you texted?
1: Okay, uh, the last person I texted was you. Oh, so my. definite fuck. Oh. Um, Blair's got a great personality, good-looking guy, and clearly working on his body tremendously, which I like. Oh forward my
0: god, to. we're gonna get so filthy.
1: Yeah, you're always trying to grow. In body uh, and mind, and I appreciate that in someone that I'd like to have a one-night stand with.
0: Oh my god! Um, Thank you. I
1: have to marry Larry David because my parents want me to marry Jewish, so that's easy. Okay. Um, and then I guess I'm left to kill SpongeBob, but I love SpongeBob. But I guess this is out of default. I just got to, I got to kill SpongeBob.
0: See, I don't love SpongeBob. I would kill him easily. Hmm. I disagree. Why don't you love SpongeBob? I just. I He wasn't of my time. I didn't grow up with him. Mm-hmm. So watching him in as, as an adult, I was like, this is weird and annoying. Okay. Uh, so I don't love it. Uh, Larry David, I would marry because big fan. And the last person I texted technically was Eric, our mutual friend who's been on the show before. And so I guess I'm fucking Eric, which is terrifying because like, I feel like he would tear my ass up. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think he's more top or bottom?
0: I think he's more top. I don't, you know what? He, looking at him, top, but when he talks, bottom, you know? Right? He's a gentle giant. Well, and he was in that play, A Bottom's Dream. There you go. So.
1: It wasn't it was <laughs> A Top's Nightmare. not A Top's Nightmare, which is the squeakwell, the oh. musical squeakwell <laughs> of Alvin.
0: <laughs> we'll get clarification on that. All right, pick another number uh, 20. All right. Question 20. Uh, what was the last thing you Googled? Uh, the last thing,
1: oh, Vikings. I just taught a, I just, I, I'm an online teacher and the kid was talking about Vikings and I'm like, oh, I wanna le- learn a little bit more. Uh, and then I almost shared the screen, but I realized the first image was like just of a very non clothed Viking, um, which should not be one of the first hits on Google. But, you know, she was showing a little too much cleavage for the four year olds.
0: Wait, you just typed in Viking and that was the first image? Yeah. Okay, I want to see what this is. Where's fact-checking? As I'm any fact-checking you right now. Does. Okay, so the first image that comes up for me is a movie. No, it's a TV series called Vikings. On Google Images? Yeah. Okay. So well, I
1: guess they're they're tailored to recent searches, so...
0: Did you type in Lady Viking?
1: Oh, I, yeah. No, oh. I typed in Viking. I typed in Viking, but...
0: uh. Okay, all right. Well, um, I, I'm going to say lie. That's a lie. Okay. Uh, well, but the last thing I Googled, not
1: called, MLR, it's all 20 <laughs> questions. So,
0: well, the last thing I Googled was Vikings. So boom, there you go. twinsies. How did that happen? All right. Pick another number 10. All right. Oh, we have 20 seconds. Let's see if we can do it. 10, Twenty twenty-two goals.
1: Um, get this pilot off the ground and, uh, continue to be close to my friends.
0: Oh, that is, uh, well, your, your grimacing face tells a different story than your words. But uh, what a wonderful way to close out and timer. There it is. We did it. The final total of questions that we got completed out of 20 was one, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Okay. It's pretty low, pretty low. Um, I,
1: you know, I was going for quality over quantity. I think that was my approach.
0: That's why your pilot's going to be picked up by Spirit Amen, Airlines. Amen,
1: brother. Coming soon. For
0: <laughs> Spirit, Spirit
1: Airlines near you. <laughs>
0: All right, so Mikey, this is your platform. What do you want to promote? What, what, what do you want people to uh, do? What's the call to action here? Oh, the call to action is uh, get off of technology because it's
1: slowly ruining all of our lives. Start working more on your interpersonal connections. Contact three people that you haven't contacted in a while. Um, Don't look at growth as too big of a goal. Break it down into small pieces.
0: Could you give something easier to do?
1: Okay. um, What you could do is you could like and follow me on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) What's the handle? At Jewish Vibes. If you love niche, modern, orthodox, memeable content, you will simply love at Jewish Vibes on instagram
0: uh what about tiktok you want people to follow you on tiktok
1: i want you to just follow me physically in real life that'd be great jewish content is tiktok
0: all right well mikey greenblatt thank you so much did i say bat i think i left an l out let me try that again mikey greenblatt thank you so much for coming first (laughs) i'm
1: happy to do so uh anytime (laughs) and as, as quickly as we do it here on the you go first show